Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the 48-yard line. Second down, 13. Brady lobbed one down. Field caught ball by Gronkowski. Inside the 20 to the 15-10. Gronkowski to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Holy Gronkowski! There's the snap. Mahomes running to his right. Look out! He may run. Mahomes goes toward the end zone. Battle intercepted. Picked off in the end zone. Bucks are gonna beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world, and we still have a minute 33 to go. Devin White. This is the big nasty. Yeah, big nasty. All big Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, baby. This is Mike Allstott, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast. Cannon Fire Podcast, brother. You ain't listening, and you're missing out. Woo! And there the cannons go. Fire them. Keep on firing them. Keep on firing them. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Cannon Fire Podcast, live on YouTube today for episode 230. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, as always, Matthew. Joined alongside me, my good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself. Mr. Evan Wanish, how you doing on this Wednesday, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. I'm excited to get things underway. It's our midweek edition of the show, the mailbag, if you will. Got a bunch of great topics we're going to be talking about and all the latest Buccaneer news from One Buck Place. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. As you can see by the title of today's episode... We're going to be kicking things off talking about the quarterback, TB12 himself, Tom Brady. The question is this. At 44 years old, a little over halfway through the 2021 NFL season, is Tom Brady still making a case for league MVP? We'll lay out the evidence and then we'll have a discussion. As it looks right now in the, uh, you know, statistical categories here, Tom Brady is first in quite a few of them. First in passing yards in the NFL, uh, 3,771. He is first in pass touchdowns with 34. He finished with 40 on the season last year, which is the most in Buccaneers history in a single season. Second place in Buccaneers history for passing touchdowns in a season is Tom Brady with 34. There are five games left in the season, so will he break his record? I'm not exactly a betting man, but I would say it's likely. If you are... A betting man, though. Make sure you check out our guys over at betonline.ag. They've been a sponsor of the show for a little over a year now, and uh, we're glad to have them, man. You can go to their website or download the app, sign up, and I believe if you use promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, you will get an extra 50% bonus on your first deposit. Once again, betonline.ag. Go to the website or check out their app. Plenty of great things going in the world of betting, especially with playoffs going to be underway before you know it. So, uh, yeah, glad to have those guys as part of the program. Thank you for being a sponsor. But back to the quarterback. He's already set in Buccaneer records, but he's also first in quite a lot of other categories. He is the second highest in the league for quarterback rating at 66.2. He's also the highest graded quarterback on pro football focus with a grade of 92.1 so far for the season. Oh, And Tampa Bay's offense is also averaging 31.4 points a game, which is first in the NFL. So, uh, Evan, I'll I'll let you tackle this one first, man. Is Tom Brady still making a case for MVP? I know we determined (laughs) this guy's washed, but, uh, you know, clearly he's he's doing some things right. 
yeah well it'll be the first mvp to be washed um, <laughs> you know um but um i mean he's definitely still making a case and i could argue that he's possibly the front runner uh i think you look at the few candidates uh aaron Rodgers is one people are kind of upset with him so i don't know if he's in a position to win uh kyler murray's won but he's missed a few games obviously he, he came back versus chicago but he has missed a few games uh yeah i mean it does seem like brady is the front runner uh which i i've explained to you of why i, I really it's gonna sound weird of why i don't want tom brady to win the mvp uh it's because like i think it's been like 15 or 20 years since uh, the MVP just does not win the Super Bowl. Like whoever is the MVP of the league does not win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, I believe, has won the MVP twice, and both times he lost in the Super Bowl. Three times, actually. Three times. A three-time MVP, and I believe every single time he's lost in the Super Bowl. So Tom Brady has never won the MVP and also won the Super Bowl. So just something to think about. Well, I I mean, Um, think about it from the other end of the conversation, because, listen, I'm as superstitious as they come, especially when it comes to sports. Like, I... I've said it before. I'm not superstitious about a whole lot else other than sports, but think about it from the other end of the spectrum for a guy like Tom Brady, who's been in the league for 22 years. He's already won MVP three other times. He's won Super Bowl MVP. What? Six times, seven times. Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much every time he has won a Super Bowl, which is also the most of any person in the history of the national football league. But what an accomplishment that would be. Right to win an MVP, finally have a team that's stacked enough to get you through the playoffs, and we know he can game manage with the best of them, clearly. Are you saying that that 2017 when he won MVP was not stacked? Oh, it definitely was. But, you know, is this Bucks team not just as stacked, if not a little more, at certain positions maybe? Like, this is a team that that can get it done. Will they? I I don't know. Obviously, we're going to have to wait around until the playoffs, but I think the possibility of it actually happening this year – I don't know, man. And if the Bucks make the Super Bowl, apparently they're going to be playing New England. Everybody says that's going to happen that's, this year, that's too. What, so, that's what people tell I mean, me. The movies write themselves, Evan. Uh, Tom Brady, the guy uh, who's already done everything in the NFL. He's going to be first in every passing category when he retires. Becomes the first quarterback ever, I guess, to win league MVP. Go throughout the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP. Right? And then do it against the Patriots like that. It's not. Yeah. Let me just get out in front of this really fast. Mark Wahlberg's the already not been, going. Mark Wahlberg's the Patriots already been are in a football go, I don't movie, care. So we can't Wahlberg. get him to be Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots are not going to Super Bowl. Okay. They're, they're just, they're not. I'm, I'm not going to get really into the Bucks podcast, but they're not going to the Super Bowl. Okay. What are you, what are you talking just, about? Everybody and their mom says it's going to happen. Some guys in Vegas said yeah. it's the most likely matchup. So now all of a sudden it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now all of a sudden that's guaranteed to happen, right? Yeah. No, that's not. They're going to have to get. <laughs> they're, they're not making the Super Bowl. Like they're just, they're not. I'm sorry, man. Like Buffalo beat themselves on Monday night. I understand. Like the Patriots defense is really good. Like, but Buffalo beat themselves. The Patriots have wins against the Jets twice, the Texans, the Panthers, the Falcons. Like, no, like no, like they're just they're they're decent. They're a decent team, but they're not they're not a Super Bowl contender. And once they p- play a team in the playoffs, like Kansas City, or even play Buffalo again, they're gonna be shown, you know, that they aren't that great. So yeah. I I just. I don't, I don't see it. I know, I know what the storylines are and everything. I get it, but um, no, I, I know. Um, anyways, look, real quick, um, 
I wanted to get out in front of this also because this the MVP thing would be historic uh, in many ways. It would be historic for the Bucks as well because it would be their first ever MVP. They're one of uh, only a few teams, I believe, that still have not had an MVP of the league. So that would cross off uh, one of their lists to have an MVP. And for me personally, that would mean that Bryce Harper for the Phillies would win the MVP, and then the Bucks with Tom Brady would win the MVP. So that'd be oh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. for you personally. Well, that is a big that deal. Why wouldn't life? it be? It, it does. It, yeah. it affects my it affects my happiness. So what so what we have learned today is that if Tom Brady can win MVP and complete the uh, I don't know about trifecta, but if he can make it happen to where two of your favorite sport teams have an MVP on their roster, it'll just make Evan a better person. Yeah, right. in the long run. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll make me a better co-host, a better person, a better human being like. <laughs> If society wants me to be a better human being, this is what they'll do. So for Evan's like, th- sake, this is how it'll work. So for Evan's sake, we better hope that Tom Brady can uh, can keep it up. I mean, if he can keep pace with the rest of the NFL right now, clearly he is as he is leading the pace. But uh, if he can keep pace with what he's put on the field so far, maybe cut back on the interceptions a little bit. But it, hey, it's okay. Um, I hope I hope the MVP voters see how much BS those interceptions are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They do a, a legitimate film breakdown of every single Brady pick this year and decide which ones are and are not his fault because we have determined what, like a third? I maybe? think five. Yeah. Five of them aren't, aren't his fault. He's thrown, I think, ten, and five of them aren't his fault. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'd love to see it happen, though. I, I really would. With the pace that this Buccaneers offense is on also, I mean, just – you can say what you want about the grand scheme of things and how this Bucks offense shapes up to like the greatest offenses of all time. Um, it's definitely the greatest offense in Bucks history, right? Mm-hmm. So many record breakers on this team. I mean, Mike Evans already going to be in the Bucks record books for a long time. Chris Godwin breaking records last week, 15 receptions in a game. The guy who he beat out, surprisingly, a couple of them, James Wilder, a running back, and Ernest Graham, another running back. I didn't think it was going to be a pair of running backs who held the record. And I sure as shit didn't think it was going to be Ernest Graham, but shout out to Ernest Graham, man. One of those, uh, you know, one of those running backs that I think is a little underappreciated in the history of Tampa Bay. I've actually got a signed Ernest Graham mini helmet that tops my Christmas tree every single year. I'm looking at it across the room right now. I wish I could show you. I could get up and show you, but Evan would have to carry the show and. You know, it just falls apart. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and pre Brady MVP, that is that I'm not ready for that. Post <laughs> Brady MVP, maybe. It's like I said, I'll just be, I'll just be a lean, mean fighting machine. But um, real quick, uh, for Augie seventy five says, hard to believe that Brady, with everything he's accomplished in his stout career, only has three MVP awards thus far. It just goes to show you how difficult it is, um, and how magical of a season you have to have. Like MVP, like you have to like be. Like, you have to be the best by a good margin every week. Yeah. Like every week, I mean, you, you can't really have. Maybe you can have one game. Like maybe you can have one or two games there where you're not, you're not great, but you can't really have any more than that. And uh, you know, like Brady has benefited from Murray missing those games. He definitely has. Uh, he's benefited from the whole Aaron Rodgers thing because, like I said, I just don't think with Aaron, whole Aaron Rodgers situation, I don't really think they're going to have him be the MVP. But, I mean, I think these next two games, I think Pew Report might have said it too. John Lightyear might have said it, that these next two games are, are going to determine it. Uh, if Brady goes out, not even if, if the Bucks win, 
Like, yeah, sure. But even even if the Bucks lose, but Brady goes out and plays fantastic in both these next games, because they're both nationally televised games versus the Bills versus the Saints. He goes out and he, you know, he plays really well and throws three touchdowns, no picks in both games. Whether the Bucks win or lose them, I think Brady's the MVP, and I think he's going to be the MVP. Uh, that matters, right? Like performing on prime time, like it, it matters. So uh, I do think, you know, if he's able to do that, um, I, I think then he's the clear front runner, and I think he'd end up winning it. It'd be pretty tough, I think, for anybody else to catch him if, if he were to play two really good games these next two weeks. As we kind of put a bow on the Tom Brady discussion to start things off today, Another thing that's pretty important to mention is we talk about the scale of what he's done as far as his career goes, the records. I mean, this year being in the MVP race, of course, but for what he's done in Buccaneers history, the best Bucks offense in history. Well, I just mentioned he threw 40 touchdowns in 2020. He's got 34 this year, 74 touchdowns as a buck, which ties him with Doug Williams for fourth in franchise history. Tom Brady is already a top five statistical passer in Buccaneers history. I think he still has a little bit of room to go if he wants to break the all-time touchdown record. But truthfully, since we already have a commitment from TV 12 to be in a Bucks uniform for 2022, which also includes, hopefully, a pair of creamsicle games, that would be perfect if he broke the Bucks touchdown record in a creamsicle uniform in 2022. I, I really think he can do it. Like that's that's the scary part. Obviously, if if there's no uh, no drop off between right now, however the rest of this season shakes mm-hmm. out, and the start of next regular season, I totally think he can yeah, tear that as, record up in three regular seasons time. Especially yeah, with the extra healthy. game at the end too. Yeah, that that helps. Um, and unfortunately, that's going to be an argument that some people will make for some stats. Uh, but that's going to be until really the end of time, really until they go to a eighteen game schedule. Uh, you know, um, but. Yeah, the, the extra game is going to skew a little bit of things. Um, you know, it, let's say Brady would throw for over 50 touchdowns. You'd say, well, he had the if he only had 16 games, maybe he doesn't. Whatever. Like, who, who cares? Um, I might I might have missed you saying it. Did you say how much how many uh, touchdowns is the Bucks passing record like all time? Uh, I don't know all time. I do know it's held by Jameis Winston, but I don't remember the exact number of touchdowns. I think it's in the 90s. I don't know if he okay. ever eclipsed 100 total touchdowns with the Bucks, but I could be wrong. Okay. He played five I'm, whole seasons here, so I'm I'm going to try to look that up and see. Yeah, um, see how many. Uh, but yeah, I mean, depending on what the number is, you you could realistically see it. I, I think, um, you know, it, it all depends on health, right? Health yeah. you can never predict. Uh, health of not just Brady, but health before you know of the uh, offense. Yeah. You know, week one next year, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin go down. Well, then you're you're then you're probably not looking at a record, right? Then then you're you're probably not looking at um, as high volume as you're going to see this year. But um, a lot of things have to go right. But I, I, it's possible. I think I, I think it's possible. Yeah. Um, while I look that up, do you have any other last minute thoughts on? Brady MVP. Do, do you think Kyler Murray? Do you think Aaron Rodgers? Do you, I mean, Derrick Henry would have been, would have been in there had he not gotten injured. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry would have run away with it head and shoulders with the way he was playing. I mean, the guy hasn't <sighs> it's played tough football. for a running back to win. It's incredibly tough for a running back to win, but you look at what he had done so far this season. He hasn't played in over a month. And if I'm not mistaken, he's still top five in rushing. 
he was like when when he went down, he was about to hit a thousand yards on the season, and we were God, what seven games into the year? I mean, that guy was playing like a man possessed, and and like you said, just you know, a testament to how Brady doesn't have that many MVPs in his illustrious 22-year career. It's a hard award to win. You have to have a magical year. And if there's one thing I can describe the year that Derrick Henry was having before his injury, uh, magical was definitely something I would I would toss in there. So, yeah, I think it might be tough for Brady to, to break this record. Yeah, is it, is it <laughs> just, way more just, just than I thought it, it was? Uh, yeah, so right now, in terms of, like, standings, Brady, I believe, sits fourth uh, Buccaneers all-time with he's, touchdowns right now. Yep, he's tied. 74. Uh, he, he has 74. Um, people ahead of him, uh, Vinny Testaverde was 77, and Josh Freeman with 80. So he'll probably pass both of them. So by the end of the year, he'll probably be second. But Jameis Winston has 121. Mm. So that's the <laughs> – that, that, that's tough. Listen, that, that, that's going to be with <laughs> it, it, be Listen, if, if we take into account the one year commitment that we already have, we know he's going to be back in the red and pewter for 2020. If, 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 if he full... plays, if he plays two more years after this one, then sure. Yes. But if he plays, if he, if he, if plays he doesn't, year, I have a, if he plays I have next time. year and 2023 is the last ride, you know, for Tom Brady, if that's the case, I definitely think he's going to be a shoe in for that record. I don't know how Tom feels about being, you know, the best quarterback in Bucks history. A lot of people already have deemed him such, uh, and that's okay. But when you look at the passing records, you know he, he's going to want to be first in a lot of those categories. Well, we'll see yeah, if he's I mean, still that, winning that, Super that, that's, Bowls. That's a forty-seven touchdown difference. If the Bucks win a that's... Super Bowl, yeah, I know that's a lot, right? But <laughs> if the Bucks win a Super Bowl this year, or they're competing for one the year after that, and he's still around, then it, it's a much different discussion. But like. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we, we've had the conversation on this podcast before, kind of jokingly, but I think it has a little bit of truth to it. You know, the idea that Tom Brady could play until he's 50 years old. Do I think he he's going to yeah. do that? No. But do I think he can? Yeah. And uh, I think if he chooses to, he's going to have every single record in the NFL for the next 30 years. Un- until until he's showing, like, signs, like, of arm strength going or, um, you know, like, not really it's just arm of being strength. old arm, signs arm of being washed and yeah sucking. arm strength his um you know his ability to move around inside the pocket not necessarily outside he doesn't do that but like his ability to to move inside the pocket within the pocket uh, until i see that go I, yeah i'm not really going to be that concerned about him uh Faraki again says uh, that's still amazing considering brady has only been a buccaneer for a season and a half yeah i mean he's fourth it's it's kind of <laughs> sad. Of, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it, the, the dudes. It's kind of uh, let's it's, see seventy with seventy three touchdowns. Doug Williams is right behind him. Okay, uh, and Trent Trent Dilfer follows him with um with seventy, and then Brad Johnson only has sixty four. So. You know, I'm, I'm honestly yeah, I mean, surprised Brady, that uh, Brady has oh. done. Brady's actually eighth in terms of yardage and stuff and everything, but he's fourth in terms of touchdowns hey that's all right i'm all about the tutties right a guy who can produce at the goal line and get some points on the board that's all i care about um yeah that's just that's insane it's almost sad like i i'm kind of surprised to hear that josh freeman is second of all time in well i mean he, just, he played he played four and a four four years four total years as a starter yeah and in his fifth year he played what two games or it's just when you think back to guys like dilfer like i know even dilfer wasn't in tampa bay that long 
But everybody thinks back of Trent Dilfer in a little bit more of a positive light than they did Josh Freeman. I know the the latter part of Freeman's time in Tampa was a little tainted. It was kind of rough. It was, you know, a lot of a lot of bad PR stuff. But I I don't know. I was just surprised to hear that he had 80 total touchdowns during his time in Tampa Bay and he's second of all time. But that's that's what it is. That's what record books are for, right? Stats don't lie. Check your sheets. <laughs> Check your sheets. Check your sheets. Um, yeah, and I mean, for Jameis Winston, Josh Freeman would be higher if Josh Freeman played the full season. The The benefit that Jameis Winston had was he played, you know, all five years pretty much almost every game. Like he, yeah. you know, there was in 2018 where he missed a few games because of the suspension and because, you know, Fitzpatrick coming in. But other than that, like – really hasn't missed a lot of time and obviously Brady hasn't missed a start either and yeah it does seem like uh Brady will have to have to play this year and then the next two years um to to get that but if anybody could do it it's it's certainly him um yeah uh, that's pretty much it for the Brady talk and he did win uh Sports Illustrated what sports person of the year I think the award's called yes he did it's also his third time getting the award the only other people who have won it multiple times are Tiger Woods and LeBron James so Brady leads the pack I think LeBron has only won it twice and I think Tiger only won it twice I guess he had to to you know be in that conversation but um Yeah. yeah I mean Brady even leading in categories over there which if you ask a lot of people on Twitter People are big mad about Brady winning a uh, sports person of the year for Sports Illustrated. It's such a trivial thing to get upset about. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. I'm not going to get into it. We're, <laughs> I'm moving on. How about that? It, it's so stupid. I'm, I'm not getting, we're, I'm we're not getting on to, it. uh, all right. We're on to the rest of it. Hey, quick ad break, but uh, let me tell you about our guys over at betonline.ag, one of our main sponsors of the podcast for over a year at this point. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Head to the new updated desktop or a mobile website they have to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and a proud sponsor of the Cannon Fire Podcast. Let's get into some Buccaneer news, right? That's part of the reason you folks are here. So we're going to get you all caught up on some of the latest injury news from inside one buck because we know the Bucks have been plagued with a bunch of injuries. So I'm going to list off a couple here, and then if you want to clean up behind me, if I'm missing anything, we'll just get a couple of updates on some key players. First and foremost, Richard Sherman. His 21-day practice window has opened up this week. He is back at practice for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Also, wide receiver Justin Watson. His 21-day window is open. Um, that's a name I haven't heard in 97 years. So I'm not really sure the discussion on Justin Watson is going to be as in-depth as Richard Sherman. That one seems pretty open and shut. Uh, but for Jay Watt, really quickly, I mean, at this point, the role for him on this team is is going to be special teams or bust, it, it seems he, like. I don't think he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. I mean, he's not even taking a roster where, spot Where's, where's he, Whose spot is he going to take? Uh, I mean, we, we were supposed to see, not that Justin Watson's ever been a long-term 
answer at returner. I don't think he's ever been a returner aside from like the preseason. No, that man's not. That man's not right. a returner. It's not like he has blistering speed. Um, I wouldn't say he's better than any of the gunners we have out there now. I, I here's a take that I'm interested to hear from your mouth. Uh, would you play him over a guy like Keyshawn Vaughn on special teams? Because I mean, really, it's the only person I can think of whose job he might be able to take. Sure, but then like, are you cutting Vaughn? Like, you're gonna right. have to cut somebody for him. Like yeah. that—that's the the tough thing. Like, I I'm not cutting anybody for Justin Watson. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a tough situation. Um, yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. Well, as far as uh, you know, Richard Sherman goes. A lot of reports coming out of one buck that says Richard Sherman not only going to be back at practice this week, but he could potentially be getting some reps at safety. And for a guy like Richard Sherman, did he do that in San Francisco before? I don't think so, but he's smart enough to where he can he can figure it out. Right. And I mean, with a guy like Sherm, now that your secondary looks a little bit healthier, I know there's still some question marks, but Carlton Davis being back is a big deal. Sean Murphy bunting, continuing to return and get some of those reps. But with Sherman, you're already down at the safety position. Mike Edwards going to be missing a couple of games. And then Jordan Whitehead haven't really gotten an update on him. Um, but I mean, it's good for a guy like Sherm to be back there. And I think to have him active in the secondary in any role whatsoever, we've seen what he can do in a, uh, a coaching slash advisory role out at practice. But I think getting him back on the field is going to be good. And I, I think this is going to be a good move for Richard Sherman's career in the long run. Yeah. Like I said, he's a smart player, so he, he should be able to pick it up. Uh, he's not the most athletic guy, which could hurt him a little bit, but um you know, like I said, it, it's worth a shot. It, it, it really is. A lot of people were wondering, well, when when the cornerback room's healthy, what's this? You know, what's the deal with Sherman? This could be the deal with Sherman, and they're going to need some help there. So, um, Jay, uh, you know, I almost called you James. Jeez. Um, Rhett, guess what? What? Speaking of injury news, we have an injury report. So, yeah. let me get into that yeah, really do. fast. Hey, um, we, we now, have some. Uh, uh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, is this, is this breaking news? or is this Well, it's not necessarily breaking news, but we did have a, a person on the injury report this week who I did not expect to see on the injury report at all this season. That right. is uh, uh, head coach. I, I, know who you're ta- I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Um, now, the Bucks did conduct a walkthrough today, so it's not an actual practice. It's not like a physical practice, so um, – Jalen Darden, concussion, he was full participation. With that, you still have to clear the protocol. So until he clears the protocol, we'll see. Jamel Dean, concussion, yet again, another thing where he'll have to clear the protocol. Um, he did not participate. Will goals in a wrist slash knee did not participate. Arians didn't think it was that major, so I think they're just playing a little cautious. Um, I'm going to save that guy for last. Ali Marpet, uh, abdomen was limited it should be okay uh it's the same injury same like oblique thing um jason beer paul shoulder full participation he's been on the injury list every single week vita vea knee limited participation still the same same issue from washington it's no big deal uh jordan whitehead jordan whitehead calf did not participate so it's looking like another week where jordan whitehead probably won't play but uh the big name on here is one that popped up sort of out of nowhere ryan jensen uh, center with an ankle uh, he did not participate so if he can't go i mean it, it looks like alan marpet will go but if he can't 
Robert Hainsey, maybe, uh, me, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, you'd have to maybe try Nick Leverett because Aaron Stinney is not available. It's, it would be a, a tough situation if he can't go, but like I said, it's Wednesday. They held a walkthrough. We'll have to wait and see. It's not a huge deal right now, but it's certainly something to note that, that he, um, that he landed on the injury report and didn't even participate today. So yeah. And Jensen, one of those guys, like you said, who just doesn't really pop up on there all that often. I can't remember the last time we talked about him being on the injury report, the week of a game. Um, So that's going to be a big one to watch this week. He is known for his toughness. So if I had to guess, I think he'll be okay. Um, But by the time our game preview show comes around, which is either going to be this Friday or Saturday later this week, we should have an updated injury report for you guys and uh, updated, status on every single one of these guys we just named um as i started to talk about before and as we start to close out this week's episode somebody who popped up on the injury report (laughs) who i did not expect to be there now he isn't on the official press release injury report but in trying to make light of things somebody who popped up on the injury report this week was head coach bruce arians who is apparently nursing an achilles injury i'm not entirely sure. sounds very painful yeah, that sounds awful. I've heard an Achilles. No, he's not. He's not clear how he got it. He just said running around too hard. I think or something. Running like that. around too hard. He must have been something like, like that. Yeah, he, yeah, I forget. He didn't exactly describe. Somebody asked him, and um, he didn't exactly answer like how how he did it. So um, we need to we need uh, to yeah, get he into said, the. Uh, yeah, he said, uh, from, this is from Greg Allman, uh, Bruce Arians asked this week about his injury. I inflamed my Achilles running too much, trying to get back in shape, and it's not feeling too good. So I think we need to go ahead and tap into uh, the one-buck place security cam system, maybe try and get Ad- some of that. Advent Health, Ad- the place oh, yeah. Advent Health, Health Training, Training Center, Center. And, and even the head coaches are getting hurt. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> What kind of yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks really can't escape the injury bug this year. But what what we need to do is get into that security footage, hopefully a good angle of the field, because I'm convinced this dude's running routes after practice. Him and Brady trying to get something going for the playoffs. Wouldn't that be a good formation play. to come out? Instead of Vita Vea at fullback, you get Bruce Arians off of the fake. <laughs> it's like uh it's like the the longest yard. Yeah. When when, when yeah. Burt Reynolds I didn't just I didn't just come here to coach. He comes in for the final <laughs> two point play. Oh, he's man. sitting there on the sideline in uniform with his helmet on coaching. Oh, that's awesome, man. But ladies and gentlemen, I know it was a little ho- brief, ho- hope but... he's hope he's OK. Hope, you know, hope he hope he's feeling better. Oh, yeah, he's on a scooter. He's he on is. a scooter. He is. Today. So I'm, I'm curious to see, uh, you know, how he enters the field against Buffalo this week. And I guess before we wrap things up, we can talk about that for a couple of minutes. We'll get obviously more. Yeah, that, that's what the preview is for. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see how he comes out of the tunnel if he's, you know, going full speed with the team, keeping pace with those guys on his scooter or, you know, just kind of hanging back. What they need to do, they they need to adjust some of these NFL rules. They got to get this man a golf cart. Get that Bucks wrapped golf cart oh, out the there. The one that, that he has at practice. Yeah, yeah, I love that thing. They need to they need to auction it off for charity when he finally retires. And, you know, I'm sure somebody will pay top dollar for that. But, I'm sure. yeah, all the best wishes to Coach Bruce Arians as they get ready for this week's matchup against the Buffalo Bills, which, by the way, I guess, you know, we should talk about Buffalo, a team that's in a very interesting situation. At the start of the season, I definitely did not think Buffalo would be 7-5 and five by the time this game came around. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not even one year ago, were 7-5. and five, So something interesting to monitor. It's not that Buffalo is a team that isn't going to make a playoff run, but one thing that Buffalo has proven to me over this past season is that they are definitely a team that can be beat. And I think if the Bucs 
play their best football this Sunday. They have a pretty good chance of doing just that. Um, but as you look ahead to this matchup, are there any storylines you're excited about and stuff possibly we could dive into further on the uh, preview show this week? Well, I'm kind of glad we aren't doing the preview today or tomorrow because uh, normally I have a like an inkling on, on where the game's going to go, like for a prediction wise, and yeah. I got nothing. Like <laughs> I, I I have nothing. Um, I this could be a coin flip. So thank God I still have a little bit more time to decide. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, the Buffalo, just like Froggy said there, they need a win, right? Yeah. And yeah, they uh, they're going to give the Bucks their best shot. They they, they need a win. Um, Monday night really hurt their chances at, at the AFC East title. So if they want any chance to win the AFC East and potentially move up in the playoff spot, um, yeah, they need a win. Because if they lose, they could be looking on, on the outside, outside looking in, depending on, I think, you know, Indy is, is right behind them. So, uh, if, if they were to lose, they they could potentially miss out in the playoffs. So I think the Bucks are going to get the Bills' best shot. But Tom Brady called it the most important game of the year for him so far. So the Bucks are at home. Their focus always seemed to be a bit better at home. Let let's hope that it, it does translate. Um, but this is really besides Week One versus Dallas. I think this is the the Bucks have faced a pretty easy home schedule so far. But besides, you know, week one versus Dallas, they haven't had too many big home games, right? Like there hasn't been many big home games this year besides the opener. And I think this is going to be the first one in a while. That's like a, it's a big game and it's at home. So um, we'll see how they respond. Yeah. And I mean, this is a Bills team that just lost to the Patriots on Monday night, a team that threw the ball a total of three times in that game. Mac Jones was two for three. I think 19 yards was his his total stat line. Um, And that's against the Patriots. Now, not only it was like watching to... Navy, man. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw the thing, but yeah, I know Bill Belichick had the Navy midshipman face mask before the game and went out well, there his, and ran his, the ball. His father, his father was like a scout and stuff like a recruiter for Navy. Yeah. Someone had yeah, asked that's Belichick, what he did. Someone asked Belichick about like what his what his approach was with the game plan or how it changed or when the last time. You know, he decided he needed a game plan like that was, and he's like, "Yeah, well, we ran the ball a lot in high school." <laughs> that was that was a pretty good response. But as far as the Buffalo Bills go, not only did they just lose to the New England Patriots, a team that has owned them for the last twenty years, but now they have to follow up against an embarrassing loss on primetime football against the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions of the world, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And not only do they have to go through the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have to go through the man who has slapped the shit out of them for 20 years, Tom Brady. And on top of all of that, just like you had said before, this is a game for the Bills that can, in the long run, determine where they end up in the playoffs, if not out of the playoffs altogether, uh, if they end up losing this one on Sunday. So for the Bills, it is a huge game, and they're going to bring in their best. But, like, it's just... It's another week like last week where all these storylines are just... They're just so much fun, man. You love hearing about it. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Heyman, um, for that wonderful, for that wonderful. Yeah, you like my promo like, there? Yeah, that that was that was good. I, I thought you were gonna start, you know, saying Brock Lesnar and like, everything. I, I thought that's where that was going. The um, reigning, defending, right. undisputed Super Bowl champions of the world. I mean, doesn't that sound great? It just rolls right <laughs> off of the tongue. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it has a nice flow to it. I need um, to I need to get one of those Michael Buffer gigs where he's not doing the boxing matches anymore. He's showing up at NFL games now. 
If the Bucks need someone to get on a microphone before kickoff, I, I know a guy. Paul Heyman. It, it's me. <laughs> call, call Paul Heyman. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it's important. And um, like, like you know, I think the chats mentioned the Bucks do have a chance to clinch this weekend. Yes, uh, they do. With, with a win, with a win, uh, a Panthers loss, and a Saints loss. Um, so you know, if those three things happen, but if the Saints lose and the Panthers lose, but the Bucks lose, doesn't matter. Uh, they still can't clinch, I don't believe. So the Bucks have to win uh, in order to have any chance to clinch. Um, if not, then I think maybe the next week, which would be pretty sweet against the Saints week 15. Um, I can't lie. Like, you know, in Tampa against the Saints on prime time, like that'd be pretty sweet to clinch the division on that day. Uh, but you, you want to do it sooner rather than later. So you go out and, and get a win. But, yeah, this is going to be a difficult game. And I still, you know, we came into this year, and I think we could all agree that Buffalo was probably going to be their the, the toughest opponent that they were going to play. Oh, yeah. Um, and luckily, this game is in Tampa and not in Buffalo, where obviously the weather is very much less than favorable. So we'll see. And uh, yeah, like like Rhett said, we'll have the preview show for you guys either Friday or, or Saturday. And looking forward to it. Yes, sir. With all of that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's just about going to do it for this week's episode of the Cannon Fire podcast. The midweek mailbag. While we didn't get a ton of mailbag questions this week, it's all right. We still have a lot of uh, we still have a lot of that. Blah, blah, blah. We still had a lot of fun talking about Tom Brady possibly winning MVP in 2021. I think it was a, I think it was a good use of our time, and I'm glad we could have everybody here on YouTube live with us as well. In the live chat, shout out to Froggy75, Bucks Gaming 2021, Tyler Belcher, Sue Wanish, Augustine, Bucks Skull Gang in the house. Thank you guys. Anybody else that I may have missed, appreciate you hanging out with us here today. Follow the show on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. Best place to go for updates on the show. And of course, Buccaneer News as it happens. Speaking of Bucks News as it happens, you can follow my co-host Evan on Instagram at Bucks underscore daily, the number one Buccaneers fan page on Instagram, rapidly approaching 30,000 followers. You can also find him on Twitter at EvanNFL. Last but not least, you can find myself at Redicus, R-H-E-T-T, AKUS. If you follow me, I will follow you back. Instagram and Twitter at Redicus. That's it, man. Shout out to our guys at Bet Online for uh, bringing you the show this week. I am your host, as always, Rhett Matthews. Signing off from my co host, Evan Wanish. We'll talk to you guys later on with the game preview show. Week 14 against the Buffalo Bills should be a good one. We'll talk to you then. Until then, and as always, go Bucks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.